my vegetables, I'm gonna chow down my vegetables. I love you most of all, my favorite vegetable. Thank you, Beach Boys. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, a show about food. My name is Mike. What we do is it's a show about food and culture every Thursday evening at 6.30. And today we're looking at something happening this weekend and a few subsequent weekends. One thing I'll just mention is that more and more out-of-restaurant experiences as opposed to out-of-body experiences are happening around Ann Arbor with people from restaurants cooking outside of restaurants in gardens and places like that. And an established nonprofit is getting in on that right now, as a matter of fact, and has an event coming up very soon and several more subsequently. So Growing Hope of Ypsilanti is, has an event this weekend. I'm here with Erica, who is the uh, outreach coordinator and of Growing Hope, and here with Kelsey, who is a volunteer as well. So uh, welcome to the show. Thanks. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Now, um, growing and hope, if people aren't familiar with it, that's sort of a two-part question. What is that? There's growing, and then there's hope. So why don't you start with the growing? Yeah. Well, uh, the growing um, kind of represents a lot of what we do uh, in the community. Uh, we really are passionate about veggies and healthy healthy food access. And um, so obviously the literal growing of vegetables is really important. And then I think the hope part represents just the, the reach that we hope to have in the community. Um, a lot of the work that we do reaches out to uh, a broad variety of people, variety of income levels. And um, and we really think that it, it does bring hope to people who uh, really are looking for healthy food. They can grow it themselves. They can buy it at the farmer's market. There's lots of ways to get involved with that. So you have a headquarters in Ypsilanti on Michigan Avenue? Yes, that's correct. And you also sell vegetables at the Ypsilanti Farmer's Market we do. on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. We actually run that market, and then we also sell veggies there, too. 
Okay. And what do you do in places like schools and communities? Yeah, I can talk a little bit about that. And then if Kelsey wants to chime in a little bit, she can. Um, we do several programs based both in and out of schools. We have a kind of a youth education program uh, in Ipsy Middle School during the year and hopefully in Willow Run Middle School this year, too. We'll do a program called Seed to Plate. Uh, and so that's for middle school age students. And uh, it's once a week and it's after school. And it's a really fun chance for kids to get to try new vegetables. We do a lot of cooking. Uh, we make uh, some traditional recipes, smoothies, pizza, but we try to do a healthy spin. So it'll be like whole wheat pizza or smoothies with spinach thrown in. Uh, and then right now we're kind of just wrapping up some of our summer youth programs. And Kelsey, do you want to say a few words about those? Yeah. So a lot of the summer youth intern. Oh, I'm sorry. Could you step a little closer to the mic? I want to make sure yeah, to hear sorry. what you have to say. <laughs> um, I'm a youth intern with Growing Hope, and we run a lot of the the youth and the youth programs at Growing Hope, the summer programs for kids, and we do a lot of garden-based nutritional education programs. So we teach them how to use the garden to their advantage, and how to garden better for themselves, and how to cook and do different things within the garden, so they can kind of better access healthy, fresh veggies. So tell me about uh, what it's like working with kids. It's great. I mean, especially kids who like don't know all that much about gardening because you can teach them and you can can see their faces light up when they try something new that they really love and or you can see them like not like something so much, which is just as much fun. <laughs> I know that uh, if you listen to a lot of reports, you tend to hear about kids who only have access to things like Pizza Hut and mm -hmm. uh, commercial brands and things. But you're definitely changing that, aren't you? Yeah, well, we definitely hope so. I mean, that's one of our biggest goals is bringing healthy food access to communities that don't really have it. And a lot of the kids we work with live in communities that don't have anything more than like the corner store with the, the five-day-old bananas mm -hmm. or the the supermarket up the street that doesn't have very much to offer. So it's really good that they're they're learning how to utilize the garden and, and know what they should eat and what they can, can do for themselves. Okay. Well, we'll talk more about uh, that work in a moment, too. But I also want to mention that there is an event coming up this weekend, and it's the first of several events. Uh, Annika, you want to talk about yeah. that? Uh, called Chefs in the Garden, and if you're familiar with the events we've done in the past, we've done an event a few years prior called Hope's Harvest, Growing Hope's Harvest is how, you know, how the name came about, and it was one big dinner, similar theme, just a, a one-off, and uh, we decided this year to do several smaller dinners. Um, they're all uh, fundraising for different programs that we do, and we felt like in the spirit of access that doing several smaller dinners would allow people at a lower price point to be able to choose which ones they were interested in coming to. So there's one this weekend, which is pretty full ticket-wise, which is great. And then there's one uh, September 16th and one October 14th. And each one has a different theme. And I'm glad to talk a little bit more about those. Well, I was also going to mention, I like to talk about yeah. events coming up yeah. in town yeah. in Ann Arbor, Ipsy. The Ypsilanti Heritage Festival is mm -hmm. this weekend. Yes, it is. Not coincidentally. Correct. Uh, Intentionally. <laughs> happily, happily to say. Yes. The theme for your event coming up this Sunday from 5 to 8 p.m. is food, culture, and heritage. Can you mm -hmm. talk about that? Yeah, I can. Um, well, we have two great local chefs. Um, Emil Bosch is from uh, from the Hearth Food, and Kim Nichols uh, is going to be from Harvest Kitchen. And they're uh, both preparing. I don't have the specific menu on me, but... They're both preparing dishes that are uh, A, made with local food, but B, uh, traditional food that uh, I think there's some of it is native and it's from a variety of different cultures, but uh, kind of just traditional food heritages, heritage from around the globe, which will be really fun. So some of the people that you're talking about here, Harvest Kitchen mm -hmm. is a place that makes ready-to-eat meals. They do, yeah. Mm -hmm. They they have a storefront in, gro in, in Growing Hope in Depot Town. They do. In, I'm kind of a little confused. 
compound words sometimes get <laughs> a little okay. confusing for me. If they had a storefront in Growing Hope, that would be, whoo. <laughs> yeah, pretty amazing. Yeah. Uh, but it's in Depot Town. Yes. Not only do they do that, but they also provide food to events like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they definitely do. Yeah, they have what's what they call a prepared food CSA. And at the farmer's market, we have a lot of CSAs, community-supported agriculture programs, where you buy a share of vegetables for the year. And a lot of the times they're from farmers and you get a box of vegetables. And uh, Harvest Kitchen is interesting because it's a prepared food one. So you sign up for a share and each week you get a certain amount of meals prepared with local food. So it's for folks that maybe have less time and don't want to prep the vegetables. They just want to eat them. (laughs) Right. So Harvest Kitchen is one group of people providing Mm -hmm. the meal to this event. And from the hearth, food is the other. I'm not familiar with them. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm honestly not familiar with them, too. But our organization has a great relationship with them. And I'm really excited to to hear more about the food that they provide. I I don't believe that they have a storefront. I think they do more catering. Okay. So... And they're Ann Arbor, Ypsilanti based. Seems to be kind of an explosion of people in Ann Arbor, Ipsy, and the yeah. area doing more and more of their own their own ways of distributing food and mm-hmm. choosing what food they want to yeah. eat and things like that. So Yeah, we're excited about it. Yeah. Yeah. So this is an event from Growing Hope. It's called it's the Chefs in the Garden series, beginning Sunday, August nineteenth, from five to eight PM. And where will that be? Uh, that'll be at our Growing Hope Center. All three of them will. Okay. It's at 922 West Michigan Avenue in Ipsy. Okay, West Michigan Avenue. I can visualize it. Uh, can you describe a little more what's around there so people um, can? If yeah. you're heading uh, from from Celine direction, if that makes sense, into downtown Ipsy, it's before you get into the several blocks of downtown. Um, so you'll be driving down Michigan Avenue, and we're on the left-hand side if you're coming from that way. Um, we have, we're have we kind of in an old uh, Tudor-style house. So we're, our office is a house, so a lot of the times people pass by it because they're looking for like an office building. Oh, yeah. um, and we're before you get to the uh, police and fire stations and before you hit downtown. Is there still a mural on your garage door? There is, yes. Okay. Yes, there is a fun painted mural, and we also have a we have a blue uh, recycled uh, glass patio as well. So hmm. there's lots of things to catch your eye as you're driving by. That sounds good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm here with Growing Hope. This is Pandora's Lunchbox. We're going to take a quick break and listen to some Michelle Shocked. It's a song about green things on the greener side.
Thank you, Michelle Schacht. I haven't had the pleasure of playing that on the show before. It's called On the Greener Side from her album Captain Swing. It's about green things, not specifically food, but some food things are green, some of my favorite ones, like green peppers and such. But but I digress. This is Pandora's Lunchbox, and we're talking here about Growing Hope, which has a Chef's in the Garden dinner coming up. And the website for Growing Hope is? Uh, it's www.growinghope.net. You can find out at growinghope.net all about it. I'm here with Erica, the Outreach Manager, manager of Growing Hope, and Kelsey is a youth intern for the group. Why don't you talk a, a little more about your experience with uh, Growing Hope? Yeah, well, this is actually about my fifth year working with Growing Hope, and it's the fourth year that the that the intern program has been in existence. And usually we have about three or four youth interns, and we brought on a few more this year because myself and a few others are graduating and moving on, so we're kind of building up the 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 training for the younger ones so they can kind of carry the torch. Um, we do a lot of different things. We do uh, different entrepreneurship pieces. Like one this year we did was um, we made smoothies with our bicycle blender. And in previous years we've made tea. And one of the first projects I did when I came on in the Roots and Shoots program was um, we made hand balm out of like beeswax and sweet almond oil. And we sold that at the farmer's market. We also do, uh, this year we've brought on a piece about uh, food justice. So we, the interns, are learning more about what we're teaching other people about which I think is really great just because that's a really good education piece for us as young people and to to reach out to other people in our lives uh, we also do some like general farm work to learn more about the farm and sustainable agriculture and urban farming and that kind of thing and and then our biggest piece is our youth program that we run we run one at Perry Park Ridge and some other locations in the community and we do the garden-based nutritional education stuff so uh, one thing that's really interesting to me is it sounds like you're teaching people about food, but you're also learning more about what you're teaching people. Yeah. Is that, is that right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're always, I think, at Growing Hope learning new things. And I think that's really great because there's always something new to learn and, and something new to share with someone else. And also I was intrigued by bicycle-powered smoothie making. Yeah. I get, that's, that sounds very important. Can you tell me about <laughs> it's that? It's very cool. So it's it's basically a bicycle with, like, no rear wheel. And there's a, a blender mounted on the front. And it's a... Uh, it was donated to us um, through a grant, and it's just a really cool machine, and so we're using it to, to get out in the community and spread our message of eating healthy foods and vegetables and fruits. And I'll bet kids really enjoy sitting on the bicycle. and They love it. You, sometimes you can't get them off of there. <laughs> so it's a way to make a whole lot of smoothies. Mm -hmm. I know I, I'd probably have a hard time getting off of that. <laughs> So now, uh, also talking about the Chefs in the Garden dinner that Growing Hope is doing, uh, we've talked about the one this Sunday from 5 to 8. There's also one coming up on Sunday, September 16th, featuring a chef from uh, Silvio's and from Iridescence in Motor City Casino. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, could you uh, talk about that, Erica? Yeah, um, the September one, the f focus is going to be uh, really on sustainability. And the cool thing about our, well, one of the cool things about our Growing Hope Center uh, that our office is at um, is that we have a lot of sustainability features there that we've been working on over the years. Just a little history. We bought that property in 2007, and uh, we've been farming there since 2008, but we just moved in as an office 
was uh, about four or five months ago. And a lot of the work that we did was around sustainability. Um, everything from having the glass, recycled glass p- patio I was talking about um, promotes uh, drainage of water so it goes back into the ecosystem rather than just kind of sitting on the asphalt. Um, we have some solar parking lot lights. We have a geothermal heating system. So we've tried to incorporate sustainability a lot into our site. Um, and the uh, dinner will actually benefit our demonstration farm, which is on that site too. So um, a lot of fun ways. And when people come to the dinner and they'll get to see things that hopefully will inspire them to promote some more sustainability in their lives as well. Great. So that's the Sunday, September 16th. And there's a third one. The, these are, are This is the first time you've done a series? It is. Growing mm-hmm. up? Yep. Yeah. And oh, oh, first I should, I wanted to also ask, now one of them is from Sylvia's, one is from Iridescence at Motor City Casino. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me about Iridescence? Are you familiar with that? Um, I'm actually, I'm not super familiar with them. We tried to reach out, some of the folks we already had existing partnerships with, and then some were new people that we hadn't really worked with in the past, or that, you know, that uh, Amanda, our director, knew, but hadn't featured uh, in Hope's Harvest before. So, like, From the Hearth Food is new to me, and so is Iridescence, but I think that, um, We've traditionally done a lot of Ipsy Ann Arbor folks, so I'm excited to see us reaching out to kind of the southeastern Michigan area. Yeah. So I will be able to praise them a lot better once I go to that dinner, but I'm excited. I'm excited to, to see what's there. I'm sure great. it'll be great. So the third event is in October, and that's uh, with Brandon Johns from Grange mm-hmm. Restaurant and Bonacera. Yeah. And the theme of that is different from the other two, right? It is. That theme is economic development. Um, and we really, we want people to be able to gather with others that care about economic development, about the vitality of the region. Um, and that dinner supports our uh, downtown Ypsilanti Farmers Market that we run and other revitalization projects. And just an interesting thing, uh, I think, about local business in general, and I think a lot of us, a lot of people are uh, kind of realizing this, but, you know, local businesses spend more money in the community to get the services that they need. They return money back into the community. A lot of the times their employees live in the community. And so uh, for us, our downtown Ipsy Farmers Market has been a way to essentially give work to farmers, you know, give another venue to sell. Um, and, and that's been great. So it'll be exciting to to have that be the theme because I think a lot of people are, are getting into that. And really by supporting these chefs, we're doing some economic development of our own, which is which is great. Okay, yeah. so that's three events from Growing Hope, mm-hmm. one this Sunday, yeah. one Sunday in September, and one Sunday in October, and all the information on that is at growinghope.net. Yes. Let's listen to another green tune. This one has some food in it. I think it has some uh, some tea and some other uh, <laughs> strawberry strawberry jam, I think, is in mm, here, too. Sounds good. Yeah, this is The Kinks, and we are the Village Green Preservation Society. goes a little <laughs> something like this. No, it doesn't. How about if it goes a little something like this? What do you think? (laughs) We are the Village Green Preservation Society. God save the little duck for the bill and variety. We are the Desperate Man Appreciation Society.
Thank you, Kinks, very much. That is Village Green Preservation Society. It's green. It's green food and green other things. Green Donald Duck is in there too, and that's always important. <laughs> I'm here with Growing Hope, and Growing Hope has their Chefs in the Garden dinners coming up. There's three of them in a series coming up, and we've been talking about those, but also about what Growing Hope is all about. And we've just scratched the surface of the soil here as to yeah. what uh, Growing Hope does. Um, Erica, do you want to talk a little bit more about just briefly some of the other programs sure does? yeah I definitely can um, I get I can say that uh, our mission you know our, our mission statement at growing hope is to help people improve their lives and their communities through gardening and healthy food access and we really do if you can imagine a spectrum of food involvement we are kind of everywhere on that spectrum um, I mentioned the farmers market and we do we do run that in addition to selling there so everything from from that to doing um, garden installs we have a few different garden programs uh, one of them is a raised bed garden installation program for low and no income families and that happens in the spring and summer usually uh, we do a garden leadership training for group gardens that are interested in uh, getting started so you know how do you pick a site if you're interested in starting a garden how do you recruit volunteers that kind of thing um, we also we I mentioned uh, youth programs and Kelsey talked about those a little bit uh, and then we do some uh, adult education as well or uh, classes so we have a pretty good fall schedule coming up I actually just came from a canning class at the Ann Arbor Center for Independent Living. And so we'll have some canning classes and some on gardening. Um, so lots of things on the food food access spectrum. So how's uh, Clifford the Truck Farm doing? <laughs> Clifford the Truck Farm is doing good. Um, Clifford, if you d- don't know, was our old farm truck. Uh, and we used to take him to the farmer's market. And he was kind of past his, past his prime when we got a new farm truck. And so we planted, we put soil and kind of made a raised bed frame in the truck bed of Clifford. And he goes around to local schools right now. And I believe today he visited... Um, I think today and in the past, he's visited some of the youth summer programs. So mm-hmm. he does great. It's very rare that you can bring a garden to people in a mobile way. So it's really fun. And Clifford, what color is he? Is he blue? He's Clifford <laughs> the Big Red Truck. Oh, of course he is. <laughs> <laughs> so a relative of Clifford the Big Red Dog, or at least a buddy. That's right. Clifford yeah, the Big a Red friend. Dog. Yeah, something. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you also have, uh, well, 
I think we've, I mean, there's a seed starting squad. Mm-hmm. I love some of yep. the names of your I know, uh, aren't they good? Yeah. You I have can't a lending, credit for them, but. A lending library? You we have? do. Yeah. One of our garden programs is a, a growing gardens membership program. And actually, we're uh, doing some fall memberships uh, now. And there's some pretty cool benefits to joining. We have a, a library of books that we've accumulated over the years. And so if you join as a member, it's, you know, a sliding scale. You um, can borrow any of the books we have. And some of the topics, I mean, it ranges from keeping urban chickens to uh, composting to raised bed gardening, you know, all kinds of things. Um, also, uh, if you join in the fall or in the spring, you get some uh, seeds to go with it to, to start your garden. Um, and we're actually having a, a fall plant sale the next weekend, the 25th. So uh, lots of different benefits to joining. And really, again, our goal is to connect people to resources. People can also borrow tools in that program. As a small farm, we have shovels, rakes, you know, lots of things that you might have to go out and buy if you were starting a garden, but that you can rent if you're a, a member of our program. So Very good. Yeah. So uh, we're just wrapping up here now. Uh, Kelsey, I have a question. This might be a personal question. Forgive me. <laughs> uh, Kelsey is a youth intern at uh, at Growing Hope. May I ask how old you were when you started and how old you are now, or is that a personal question? Um, well, now I'm 18. Uh, I started when I, I think I was 13 in the Roots and Shoots, which is uh, the gardening and an entrepreneurial program that we used to have, and it's kind of evolved now. But that's how I started, and like I said, I'm 18 now, so I just graduated. Oh, great. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. So do you think this has helped you grow yourself in a way? Absolutely. I mean, throughout my high school career, I've been very involved with Growing Hope, especially, of course, in the summers, because the summer program that I'm involved in. And um, it really has changed the way that that I see food and that I see like large parts of my life that is food and it's kind of kind of steered where I would like my life to go and what things I'd like for to be important in my life like I I'm thinking about majoring in sustainable agriculture when I go to college next year I'm taking the this coming year off as a gap year and doing some traveling but wonderful yeah thank you well thank you so much Erica and Kelsey for coming by from Growing Hope yeah it's been great to be here thanks for having us thank you thank you so again growinghope.net you can find out all about the Chefs in the Garden series the first one is Sunday this Sunday August 19th and two more coming in the two months after that well this has been Mike for a while this is WCBN and Arbor will help us to face the music in just a moment but just before we uh, sign off a few important anniversaries to mention this week uh, would have been Julia Child's 100th birthday so we need to take 12 seconds to appreciate her right now these are gills sort of googly red things and they fit in there and you cut them at the bottom and at the top and just throw them away and then you whack him up Wang! Thank you, Julia. And uh, just before we go, one more thing. Today is the day that is the anniversary of the 35th anniversary. Is the anniversary of the anniversary? It's the 35th anniversary of the day Elvis moved to another stage. And so we're going to take a moment to hear a food song by Elvis. You may know from this show that he does two songs about clams. I promise I won't play them today. I hear sighs of relief all over town. But instead, let's go back to the classic sun era with Elvis. We're going to listen to Milk Cow Blues Boogie, bringing us back to the very idea of where your food comes from. Huh? huh? This is WCBN FM Ann Arbor. Keep listening. Oh, well, I woke up this morning And I looked out the door I can tell that old milk cow with the way she loves. Holy fellas, that don't move me. Let's get real, real gone for a change. Well, 
Mike, I think, uh, is that the only record that Elvis ever recorded in Gaelic? I've, it's, yeah, maybe not. It's a minute past seven. WCBN FM Ann Arbor. And it's time for Face the Music. I've put together a, a show tonight that's full of very strange old records. I think the earliest one is from 1917. But uh, the one you're about to um, experience from 1933... And it's, uh, it appears to be, let's see, according to the information I have in front of me, out of hundreds of sides cut by Rudy Valley and his Connecticut Yankees between 1928 and 1942, there were only two songs made without a vocal, and this is one of them. Uh, it's written by Harry Warren. It's a, a typical offering from Tin Pan Alley. Uh, it's a very hot dance tune. It had nothing whatsoever to do with the place or the people it uh, invoked. This is Nagasaki. This features the guitarist Frank 